Welcome back to the truth. Welcome back to another episode of 32 Teams in 32 Days, episode number 24. Moving our way along here today, we are going over the New York Jets. Uh, this is my fourth podcast I'm filming here today. Yesterday, I filmed four other ones as well, so you know the grind is real. But if you guys missed the previous podcast, please feel free to go check them out. We had the New England Patriots. Buffalo Bills, and the Miami Dolphins, the three podcasts before. We've also gone over the NFC North, NFC South, NFC East, AFC South, AFC North, and finishing up here today, the AFC East. So if you guys are new to the new series, 32 Teams in 32 Days, I will brief, briefly run down what I talk about in these podcasts. The first thing I talk about is key players. I have three key players that I'll briefly go over. That will lead us to our first trivia question slash break of the podcast. When we come back from that break, we'll talk about a couple draft picks as well as free agent signings. That will lead us to our second and final trivia question slash break. And then when we come back from that break, we will go over the keys to success as well as predictions for the upcoming year. So without further ado, I think we can hop right into it. The first key player I have for the New York Jets is Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, we all know, famously sat out 2018 due to contract extensions with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think he was one of the more better running backs in the league, uh, especially when he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not only was he a running runner back, running runner back, running back, uh, running the ball, he also caught the ball for a good amount of yards as well. Um, you know, in 2016 and 17, you know, had about close to 2,000 yards and, you know, 11 touchdowns, you know, pretty solid years at uh, Steelers. Then he held out with uh, contract extensions, I believe. And, you know, sat out the whole 2018 year. That kind of, I think the Le'Veon Bell sitting out kind of, you know, started everybody trying to get more contracts. But signed with the New York Jets, I would say really had an off year. You know, only had 789 yards um, with four total touchdowns. You know, definitely not uh, Le'Veon Bell's best year. I think a main contributor to the fact they didn't do well was the fact that his offensive line was not good, like I normally say about every um, everybody, every offensive line. But, you know, Le'Veon Bell still, I think, is a solid running back. If he had a better offensive line, I think he'd done well. But the reason why I put him as one of my key players is he has to perform well if the Jets want any shot of doing well this year. You know, they want to focus on starting the run game. You know, Sam Darnold's still trying to mature as an NFL quarterback. Le'Veon Bell's got to carry the workload kind of like he did last year, but he's got to perform. The offensive line has got to block. You can't do well if you're only getting 700 rushing yards. Um, and not that many receiving yards in a season, especially if you're one of the lead players on that team. Like I said, though, it all starts with the offensive line, and the offensive line has to perform well. Otherwise, the running back has no chance. But Le'Veon Bell has got to have a good year if the Jets have any prayer of doing well this year. Next key player I have is Sam Darnold, you know, entering his third year. I mentioned previously in yesterday's podcast was one of those quarterbacks, you know, with Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, you know, that kind of uh, sort of thing. He's entering his third year. You know, his first two years, honestly, I don't think were all that great. I believe last year he was out towards the beginning of the year due to mono. I could be wrong if that was the year before, but I know he was definitely out. Completion percentage, I think, is one of his big issues or downfalls as a quarterback. You know, only had a 61% completion percentage in the year before, 57.7. Touchdowns are, I think, all right. You know, about 18 per season. His interceptions are a big killer, though. He's averaging 14 interceptions a year. Definitely uh, no bueno. You can't be having that if you're a quarterback, especially in the NFL. Too many uh, interceptions, you know, can result in points for the other team. That's kind of why they lose games. So Josh or Sam Donald's really got to fix that and clean that up. 
Otherwise, you know, it could be another bad year for the New York Jets. You know, they look to him to kind of lead that team, be that franchise quarterback that helps lead the team, the Jets, back to the playoffs. He's really honestly got to start showing some things in the next couple of years. Otherwise, they might just have to let him go. So we'll see what ends up happening here. But he definitely has a talent. You know, he's one of the high draft picks of that year's draft class. Uh, so we'll see how the Jets end up using him and see how Sam Donald does this year. The final key player I have for the New York Jets is C.J. Mosley, you know, linebacker, one of the leaders on the defensive side, entering his second season with the New York Jets, I believe his sixth or seventh season overall. C.J. Mosley, one of the better linebackers in the league. I think, again, he's one of the more underrated linebackers. In 2017, you know, had 132 tackles, you know, 2014, 133. Four of his uh, first seven or three of his, yeah, four of his first six years had, uh, you know, double-digit tackles or triple-digit tackles. Last year, he didn't even play. You know, he only had nine tackles, one interception, didn't really play much. So basically, four of his five years in the NFL had over 100 tackles. I don't think I've seen that in any of the teams I've covered. So definitely, he's got a ton of talent. Um, here, he can also pick off the ball a little bit, too. He's mainly used and good for his running defense, not really his pass defense. But C.J. Mosley, I think, is definitely can improve on that. You know, he has to lead that defense on the Jets' side. You know, commit turnovers, try your best to keep – your team alive and help, you know, Sam Darnold and Le'Veon Belfin were comfortable when playing. So CJ Mosley is my second or third and final key player for the New York Jets. That's going to lead us to our first trivia question of the podcast. The question is, what year did Le'Veon Bell play his first season in the NFL? What year did Le'Veon Bell play his first season in the NFL? That rhymes. Welcome back to the truth. Before the break, I asked the question, what year did Le'Veon Bell start playing in the NFL? Uh, it rhymed, if you guys did notice. I think I mentioned before the break, it rhymed. Um, but he ended up playing his first year in the NFL in 2013. Moving on here to a couple free agent signings as well as draft picks by the uh, New York Jets that I like this year. The first one was their first runner, Mekhi Becton, tackle out of Louisville. I really like this. I had him as my second overall offensive lineman behind Tristan Wirfs. Um, from or who got drafted by the Buffalo, oh my God, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There we go. Uh, but Makai Becton is absolutely huge. You know, I think he's great for the tackle position. I think he's more than anything going to be a great run blocker, which is really valuable. I think for that Jets offense. Um, definitely's got to work on his passing block just a little bit, but run block is phenomenal. Great tackle out of Louisville. One of those high-powered offense schools. You know, Lamar Jackson played there. I like offensive players coming out of those high-powered offense schools. Um, because it really shows, you know, they're good offensive players. But Mekhi Becton, absolutely huge. I think he's going to be a big factor early in his career and actually has a great have a great NFL career, but really impactful for the New York Jets. They needed somebody like this to go out and get. Uh, so Mekhi Becton, first-round pick, really like. Their next pick, their third-round pick, Ashton Davis, the safety out of California. I really like this pick. Uh, I had him as one of my top five or six safeties. You know, I had it projected in the second round, you know, fell to the third round to the Jet New York Jets. I really like this pick, um, not only because I like the safety, but also to fill in for Jamal Adams after, you know, they had to give a trade, end up trading him uh, to the Seahawks, I believe. So getting Ashton Davis, I think, was big. You know, he's going to not necessarily be as good as Jamal Adams, I don't think, but definitely kind of fill in for him in a way. Um, I think it was, you know, I don't think necessarily, obviously, it was. You'd much rather have Jamal Adams, but I think Ashton Davis can definitely do a job. Played for a good defensive school at Cal. I have one of my kids last – not one of my kids. Jeez, I don't have any kids. Um, one of the kids last year at my school, you know, was going to go play at Cal. So, you know, great, great school, football school. Uh, I have a lot of people I know that like Cal. 
Um, a lot of NFL scouts do look at Cal. I've read that as actually one of the most popular schools for scouting. I've done my research on that. So very good school. I think he'll be impactful right away. And we'll see. Maybe he can turn into the next Jamal Adams. Hopefully not, though, so he doesn't act like a baby and want to get traded uh, away. The first free agent I liked was quarterback Joe Flacco. Now, I don't necessarily think Joe Flacco is going to really play. You know, he played for the Ravens uh, for a good amount of his uh, career, actually majority of his career, and then played for the Broncos last year. Honestly, I wasn't a big Joe Flacco fan when he played for the Ravens or Broncos. He only had one 4,000-yard uh, year, and that was in 2016. The rest was all right, especially with the Broncos last year. I really did not like it. You know, really known for his turnovers in 2013, had a 22 turnovers or interceptions. That's not good at all. You know, you shouldn't have more than double digits, I said, if you want to be so quarterback in the NFL. But Joe Flacco, more than anything, I think is just going to be more of a veteran kind of leader for that Jets uh, team. Also, Sam Darnold, you really help uh, Sam Darnold. I love when teams bring in veteran players, like, for example, Joe Flacco, to kind of mentor him and help him grow into the, you know, the potential that he can be because Sam Darnold can be a really good quarterback in the NFL. I definitely think he'll be a good quarterback. It's just a matter of when. So having Joe Flacco is great. I don't think he's going to play, but more than anything, being a mentor, I think, is one of the more underrated things, and I like when teams go out and do that. Second uh, free agent or whatever I liked, or basically who they acquired in the offseason um, or via trade, was Bradley McDougal. You know, had a kind of uh, weird career. You know, started out with the Buccaneers for one year, didn't play. Then got traded to the Chiefs, didn't play. Then went back to the Buccaneers, uh, played a little bit, actually played a good amount, and then played with the CX, CX, the Seahawks last year. Best year was in 2016 where he had two interceptions and 91 tackles. You know, the last three years in Seattle, very consistent, you know, over 70 tackles, um, had a couple of interceptions each year. So very consistent right there. I really like getting him, you know, especially after losing Jamal Adams, you go and, you know, trade and get McDougal. Um, I think it was it was the right thing to do, you know. Now that you got two solid safeties, you got Ashton Davis coming out of Cal and then Bradley McDougal, you know, from the Seahawks. So I think a two-for-one, it can kind of, if you combine the two players together, which you can't do, you can maybe create a Jamal Adams. But, you know, Bradley McDougal, definitely a key uh, that will have to be for the Jets defense this year. That's going to bring us to our second and final uh, trivia question slash break of the podcast. The question is, what year did the Jets last make the NFL playoffs? What year did the Jets last make the NFL playoffs? The answer, when we come back, here in the truth. Welcome back to the truth. Before the break, I asked the question, what year did the Jets last make the playoffs? They last made the playoffs in 2010. Moving on to the final two parts here of the podcast, I'm going to go over the Jets' keys to success this year. The first key to success I have is the offensive line needs to step up for players such as Sam Darnold and Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, obviously, talent-wise, can be one of the best running backs in the league. He doesn't play out under a good offensive line, though. Therefore, uh, his stats really reflect that um, and shows that he doesn't really, he didn't really do that good last year. And honestly, he's not going to do good next year if the offensive line does the same thing that it did for him last year. And not only for Le'Veon Bell, Sam Darnold. You know, I think, honestly, if the offensive line can improve, which they kind of did with Mekhi Becton, Sam Darnold will not feel as pressured to get balls off quick. And maybe that will result in fewer uh, interceptions specifically, but mainly turnovers uh, for the quarterback. So, you know, offensive line, I think, is probably the most important part of any offense, I think, over quarterback or running back. Uh, so the offensive line has definitely has to improve. There's a lot too many um, NFL teams that don't have a good offensive line that I've talked about throughout the series that, 
you know, really have to perform well. Otherwise, they're going to struggle this year, even though they have, you know, key players. Moving on to my second key to success, it's defense needs to be better to have a chance. Yeah, you lost Jamal Adams, but, you know, you picked up a couple safeties um, in one in the draft and also uh, from the Seahawks. You know, the defense still got to be a little better. You have C.J. Mosley as well. I don't think necessarily – I think those are really it for their defense. You know, they don't really have any too many stand-ups, stand-up stars. I think they still have Quinnen Williams, I think, you know, the top pick in the year before his draft out of Alabama. But, you know, they still got to mature. They're so young. Um, Ashton Davis and Quinnen Williams still have to mature into good NFL players. You can't just jump into the NFL and expect to do good. Uh, so that's my first, or my second key to success. My final key to success for the New York Jets is uh, Darnold continue to develop under Flacco. Joe Flacco's there for a reason. You know, he's there to help Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold probably needs some more um, coaching. And even some simple tips that Joe Flacco might give him will help him mature and become the better quarterback that we all know he can be. A lot of pressure on him to do well, especially being one of the highest draft picks in that draft class in 2017 or 18. Can't remember the year. So we'll see how he does. I think he'll mature well. I think you'll, you'll start to see in either a year or two, you know, however long they have Joe Flacco, that he'll start to do better. And then I think he can turn into a, a starting quarterback as their franchise guy for the New York Jets. As far as predictions uh, by that standpoint goes, I have them finishing 5-11 and 11 and finishing fourth in the division. You know, I really don't think uh, they're going to be any good or any better than last year, maybe just a little bit better. But against the other teams, especially in that division, I think it's going to be tough. I think it's one of the more tougher divisions you know, obviously with Buffalo and the Patriots, and even the Dolphins can get in the mix. I think the AFC East and NFC North are probably two of the hardest divisions in the NFL. Uh, even NFC West as well, top of my head, those are really the only, I would say, competitive divisions um, that I can think of that are, you know, the hard divisions. So I still don't think, you know, they'll do well. I still, say, still think they have a couple more years ahead of them in order to be successful. But hopefully you guys enjoyed another episode of 32 Teams in 32 Days, where today we went over the New York Jets. Today I went over the whole entire AFC East. Um, next time, or tomorrow, we're going to be starting the NFC West um, with the LA Rams. So that will be tomorrow's podcast. I hope you guys did enjoy. If you guys did, uh, please make sure you like, share, you know, comment, follow, whatever you want to do. Keep listening. Me and Ben have plenty more podcasts to come out. We're getting ready to get out, I think, our final mock draft for your fantasy season as well as you know some draft strategies podcast as well. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it, and stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Peace.